Monday, everybody. Hope y'all are doing well and still maintaining in the midst of all the craziness that's going on in the world. Um, we are in week two of our series called Fear Not. And this series is all about our fears and, and talking through that um, and how we as Christians should experience and deal with all the current circumstances that are going on in the world. I've entitled this talk, Great Expectations. The reason I did that is because it's all about expectations that we have about anything and the disappointment that we feel when those expectations are not met. So let me give you an example. Let's say I told you, hey, I wanna do something for you and I'm gonna make you the best hot fudge brownie sundae you've ever had in your life. Uh, and it's gonna be, have all of your favorite toppings and cherries, not on mine, I don't like cherries, but yours, you may want cherries, right? And, and so I'm in the kitchen and I'm making it and you're over at the kitchen table and you just hear me fumbling around with stuff. And uh, so you're getting excited and you're like, oh my gosh, this is gonna taste so good. And I bring the bowl over to you and it has one scoop of vanilla ice cream in it. Your, your expectations of it being the greatest hot fudge brownie sundae that you've ever had were not met. So you're going to be disappointed. In fact, you may be a little mad at me. But here's the point. You had expectations. They weren't met. And thus you were disappointed. A mentor of mine once told me this quote. He said, to whatever degree you have expectations about anything is the very same degree to which you will be let down if those expectations are not met. Um, we're all experiencing death in these times. Maybe not physical death, but death of vacations. Maybe you were going to go on this amazing vacation for spring break, right? And now you're not doing that anymore. Maybe it's the death of the expectation of you finishing eighth grade and there being a graduation ceremony and, and things of that nature as you step off into high school. And now that's not happening. Um, it's the death of not seeing your friends for a while, a long while, it feels like. Right. I mean, you're seeing them through video, but certainly not in person. Um Maybe it's not getting to play out the rest of the season of a sport you were in the middle of when school got canceled. Maybe it's even more serious than that. And maybe one of your parents lost their job. Maybe you know somebody who has contracted the coronavirus. Or maybe it's just simply the death of you being in control. Newsflash, you were never in control anyway, but that's really, really, really apparent and loud, if you will, in these moments. Either way, we're all experiencing death in these times. So what do we do with that? Well, first of all, let me encourage you with this. God cares. I promise you, God cares about your disappointments. The world may tell you that what you are disappointed about are trivial things, right? Like this person over here has a family member that's died and they're experiencing 
grief. Um, but you, maybe it's just your, your main concern is, well, I don't get to do graduation. And you almost kind of feel bad, right? Well, let me make you feel a little better. Everyone is struggling. Everyone is struggling in these times, just in different ways. The, uh, the cool thing about struggle and about hard times like this is this. God grows you and grows your faith in those times. When everything's easy and just comes easy and uh, you're not really growing in those in those moments, right? Because in those struggles and within those disappointments, you have to ask yourself this question. Do I trust God? Do I trust God? I mean, that's really what it comes comes down to. And, and let me tell you, as Christians, yes, we do. But sometimes it doesn't feel like that. Uh, Frederick Douglass said this, without struggle, there can be no progress. Uh, he lived in the time of slavery and Abraham Lincoln and the Emancipation Proclamation. And, um, and he was a big proponent of ending slavery. So when that man says without struggle, there can be no progress, he was talking about some serious struggle from the slave's perspective. So what does God say about all this, right? What does God say about having expectations and being disappointed? And um, let's go to 2 Corinthians 4, 7 through 12. Check this out. But we have this treasure in jars of clay to show that this all-surpassing power is from God and not from us. We are hard-pressed on every side, but not crushed, perplexed, but not in despair, persecuted, but not abandoned, struck down, but not destroyed. We always carry around in our body the death of Jesus so that the life of Jesus may be revealed in our body. For we who are alive are always being given over to death for Jesus's sake, so that this life may also be revealed in our mortal body. So then, death is at work in us all, but life is at work in you. You hear the juxtaposition of that? I, I, first of all, the reason it talks about jars of clay, that we have tr this treasure in jars of clay. Jars of clay are extremely fragile and can break very easily. And notice it says, to show that this all-surpassing power is from God and not from us. In other words, Y'all, we're going to go through things. This life is not going to be easy. But the cool thing is that in when it's not easy, that's when God's displayed, right? Because God is after his own glory more than anything else. Uh, where it says, but um, on a, we are pressed on every side, but not crushed. Perplexed, but not in despair persecuted, but not abandoned, struck down, but not destroyed. So many times when we have those unmet expectations and we get in those moments of disappointment, we stay in the first example, examples of how those two differential things, right? Um, and it literally is a gift from God 
for instance, persecuted but not abandoned, right? Like, he's never going to leave you. But man, you're going to get persecuted in this life. You will experience hard things. Y'all, recently, and at the beginning of all of this, um, to kind of give you an example, um, my wife, Sarah, who does hair for a living, uh, and if she doesn't work, she doesn't get paid. She works for herself. And when they shut down, it was like, it, it, we really were going through grief in the house. Um, she's used to working 60 hours a week, and now she's literally at home all the time. And yes, it's been so nice having her here. But the constant worry of, oh my gosh, not nearly as much money nor that normally comes in is coming in. And uh, it, it really experienced grief, y'all. Like it, one minute you'd be laughing, the next minute you'd be crying. And it's just, and then you kind of feel bad for crying because I feel like, well, wait, I, I, I'm supposed to trust God. Then why do I feel so bad? Like, why is that so hard to do sometimes? Well, easy answers because we're live, we live in a broken world and we're all sinful individuals. But what was so cool as and God completely brought us to a point where finally it kind of culminated in Jeff Norris's first talk um, two Sundays ago, um, and when we started the series as a church, fear not. And y'all, the coolest thing happened. Sarah and I were talking, and for the first time, we were able to kind of start raising a hallelujah in the middle of the storm, uh, as a worship song that I like says so well. Um, we really reached the point where, hey, I don't know what the answers are going to be. I don't, I don't know what the other side of this looks like. But Romans eight twenty eight is still true, right? We relied on that truth. For in all things, God works to the good of those who love him and are called according to his purpose. And then the coolest thing happened. And I'm not saying just because you reach that point, then right on the other side of it, everything's going to be fixed. But we really were okay and just trusting God. And then not 24 hours after we reached that point, Brian Kemp, the governor, announced that salons were opening back up. And so now Sarah is able to go back to work. And it was kind of like God saying, are you not entertained? I mean, are you really surprised? Of course I did it that way. And how cool is that? And it's, what's really funny is why I even get surprised anymore when God shows up like that. So here's the takeaway for y'all for this week. You're going to have disappointments. You are going to have expectations that will not be met and you will experience that the rest of your life. Ask yourself this question, do when you feel that disappointment, do I trust God? I promise you, if you do, and only he can allow you to do that, he will bring you to that point. He brought me and Sarah to that point you will be so much happier, I promise. Praying for y'all, 
have an amazing rest of your day, have an amazing group time. Um, make sure you jump on your Zoom call um, with your D group leaders. And man, we cannot wait to see y'all again. Love y'all.